0: Alright, welcome back people. It's been a long time. We took a a hiatus. I had to go search high and low. Ross was hidden inside the deep floorboards of his house. Chris was on top of Mount Everest. But I found them and brought them back for the return of the Hydration Station podcast. So I'm joined with at Leviathan, which is Chris, his new name. If you want to check out his music, he's on SoundCloud. Just look at that name that you see on screen. Chris, go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? How's it going? and the lovely don't play games with my friends ross
1: oh what's good <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right how are we doing today people what have we been listening to what have we been playing what have we been watching reading hmm. i just started rewatching avatar again
2: because i hadn't
0: seen it the ever. last airbender yeah my yeah. guy are you gonna are you gonna continue it through with cora um
2: i have never watched it so i kind of want to just to see what it's all about i heard it was like it was pretty decent and then like the end got a little no no here
0: here i'll break it down for you because i i actually really like korra i like last avatar more but i do like korra and i like a lot of the characters so like korra the first season the the villain is super cool ross made it through the first season the villain is super cool and he's like a really idealistic villain um Mm -hmm. but there's like a weird like super high school teeny bop kind of show love triangle that happens in that season. It just makes it a little bit weird to consume. But if you make it through that, the second season has a lot better writing. And the third season I would say is peak. The villain is amazing. All the characters are at their best. The fourth season is pretty good. It gets a little bit weird, like in the technology era, because that's where they're at, you know, but I think mm-hmm. overall the show is still really enjoyable.
1: And season one it's carried by the fucking pro bending. That shit was gassed.
0: Yeah, yeah, pro bending is a super cool thing.
2: Okay, okay, yeah, I'll definitely uh give it a look see for sure, because I mean I love Avatar. It's awesome. yeah. It's From what show. I've
0: heard, the the rumor in the uh, the Avatar speak is that there's a new series coming out next year, an animated one. Okay. So we'll see where that goes, but I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping it's not post Korra. I'm hoping it is, like, somewhere in between Korra and Aang. Like, you get to see where that left off.
1: Like, like old Aang? Because like they have a lot of graphic novels
0: that cover the in-between and what happened after all of that and, like, the founding of Republic City and all that stuff. So I'd like okay. to see more of that personally, but who knows.
2: Okay. I'm down for all of that shit. I, I mean, like, it's fucking awesome. It's a good universe i think it's it's really cool i want to see more of the story to it because like i know there's a ton more shit like i mean the dude was asleep for a hundred years like you know this entire war happened so like what happens on the in between like or like previous avatars too like anything i'm down for all that shit you've
1: been listening to the you're the fucking music guy
2: here we gotta know a lot of just edm shit <laughs> as per usual lots of been on soundcloud a lot more lately listening to people's like underground shit i guess because what now are some we're... of your
1: favorite ones that you've been listening oh. to recently like give us names let the people know
2: there's a song called i think it's called sinners by boar which is a weird name but that's some good shit if you like rhythm and stuff like that. It's like a mix between an artist named Peekaboo and I forget who else I can't, I'm thinking of, but it's basically like if Peekaboo did rhythm, this is what it would sound like. I guess Peekaboo does. Eh, he does like trappy shit. But yeah, it's cool. That's a good ass song. Um, I need to go on my SoundCloud. Oh, there's actually this amazing song I heard recently that I love. I posted on my Snapchat pretty, like, a couple days ago. Uh, Let me see. It is... Fuck. I think I've already lost it. Fucking RIP. I like a lot of music, man. No, I feel that. So, it's, like, all over the place. And I am constantly trying to listen to new shit. So... I I lose some of the things. But yeah, if it turns up I wanna say I don't I don't know where it is.
1: But <laughs> I feel you about the uh like finding new music type of shit though, but like listening mm-hmm. to a lot of shit more recently. I'm just doing yeah. the same shit. There's this like fucking YouTube video where these people have like ox battles and shit. And I was uh lucky enough that it's like the same type of music I enjoy. Like, most of it is, like, hip-hop and, like, rap-based shit. And it'll be like, what's the, like, best beat in a song? Or in, like, these people have to, like, pick different choices and the people vote over which one's better. Mm -hmm. Fucking really cool, really dope. But I discovered, like, a lot of new music through that, which I was not expecting. Mm -hmm. There's been listening to a bunch of new fucking shit. It's been really fucking nice. It's been a while since I've played my Spotify, like, from top down, from date added, without shuffling. That's Mm -hmm. a rare occurrence for that to happen.
2: But that's been happening a lot more recently.
0: Ross doesn't keep up with the new music Friday wave. Yeah, no, oh, I haven't checked anything.
2: I think the song is it's been called a long time. "Brooklyn Nine True? Really? Yeah, You're featuring Mike you? Clay, Robo talking. No, it's a hip hop song. Actually. Oh, word! Yeah, it's it's slowly like rising in the ranks of one of my favorites. Uh, there's a Diplo remix of the song "Heat Waves" by Glass Animals. Love the both of them, and that remix is just fucking. Mm, crisp. Do love that shit. Uh pfft. Man, there's so much music stuff. I don't know. I have a very weird random taste. Um the song Zeal Chami. That's a house song. It'll make you feel so fucking good if you like house music. It's just a happy ass song. It's great. Um Social Jungle Hippie Sabotage remix. Awesome. Super good. Uh pfft. B-b-b-b- stardust by zed's dead is just like a beautiful song and it's one of my all-time favorites so
0: there you go there's there's some of my music taste i have been bumping the fuck out of the new juice world album there's a lot of good songs on there i Still, heard that was happening yeah it happened on the 10th i think which is possibly That's... the anniversary but i yeah. i'm not 100 percent. i don't remember the exact date that that happened I've also been listening to, if any of you watch the YouTuber Alpharad, he put out an album, he uses a name called Ace of Hearts on Spotify and like stuff like that's his music name, yeah. he put out an album, it's super like punk rocky vibes, fake deep lyrics, that shit that I eat up because I've been listening to that since I was a kid, um, I love it, it's super like there's some real sad songs, some real lovey-dovey songs. It mm-hmm. has been stuck in my head and in my Spotify on repeat since he dropped it a few days ago. Nice. I you haven't really that. been watching anything. I know I'm waiting. Like, my girlfriend had COVID.
2: Rip. So, sure, right?
0: I ha- yeah, she's, she's okay. She's better now. But she we didn't see each other this weekend because she didn't want to accidentally still have it and pass it to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So she uh, we're gonna see each other this week, but we're gonna catch up on Demon Slayer, which the new season started. Okay. Um, we need to finish the season of Tokyo Revengers because I got her into that. That shit's good. Banger. Banger Tokyo it's uh it's basically like uh like Tokyo gangs, but they're all okay. like middle school kids but they're just into like hoodlum shit and just beating the shit out of each other and holding it down for the gang it's super good but like the main premise is the dude is like 20 or something I don't remember and he like has a near death experience that sends him back in time to when he was in middle school and basically his future life is super dog shit and he hasn't done anything with his life and like the only girl he's ever been in love with had died And he's just, like, rethinking on all the times and stuff and the feelings. So he gets sent back, and then basically he has a second chance to, like, save her life and do something more with himself. It's a super good show.
1: That was, okay, real quick, that synopsis was fucking, like, holy shit. (laughs) Like, I, I, hearing that, like, I swear to God, I could have gone on the Wikipedia page for the fucking shit and pulled up the synopsis (laughs) for it, put it into some fucking, like, speak program and just have that shit play back. And that would (laughs) have been the exact thing that it says. That was a good-ass synopsis.
0: Um, yeah it, it's super good it's one of my favorites I read it before I started watching it I didn't even know there was a season when I started reading it but it's, uh, it's really good I, I highly recommend the whole season's out it's about 25 episodes I believe um, yeah. but it's, it's really good I'd, I highly recommend it I don't recommend a lot of anime to people because I don't like a lot of them
1: it is good though you should give it a try he is speaking facts here
0: um, and then I want to reread My Hero Academia Vigilantes which is like a spin-off And they're basically like, it's people who either were heroes or are heroes, but didn't go through any of the legal means to get it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So like the main character is a dude who has, his power is like super B tier. He, if he lays on all fours, he can like slide and he calls it quick slide. But like anytime four of his limbs touch the ground, he can like slide in any direction. And when he initially starts, he moves about as fast as a bike, but like through just doing hero acts and using his power a lot, he starts to get really good and like better. And like the point that the, the manga is at now, he's gassed, dude. He's he's gassed. He'd be he'd be doing shit. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know, I want to reread it cuz it's getting close to its conclusion, I believe. Um so, I don't know. I want I want to reread it from the beginning cuz like reading something, it only comes out like Once to twice a month, just depending. Mm -hmm. So, like, reading something when you pick it up every couple weeks again just gets to be a little bit, like, weird when you don't remember everything, especially if you read other stuff in between. Right. And then, as always, I want to recommend the Percy Jackson series to anybody who hasn't read it because the Percy (laughs) Jackson series is so good. It's a lot of, like, Mm -hmm. it's not, like, a difficult book by any means, but the series is super in depth and if you're if you're into mythology type stuff it follows the first series follows mainly greek myths so like his dad is poseidon and there's like a there's a whole there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on in between the gods and like in the in the first book he ends up fighting with ares and going toe to toe with him it's super dank and like all the kids that he deals with they're all demigods they're all children of gods like it's super cool with a lot of the lore and they make it modern like they're in the city of New York and things like the like Medusa she owns like a a coffee thing that she lures demigods into and turns them into stone cuz she doesn't fuck with them and there's like the Lotus Hotel and stuff. If you've seen the movie, the movie doesn't do it any justice. I would highly recommend the books. They left a lot of stuff out of the movies, which is why they didn't do well and they were poorly acted. Um, but I would highly recommend the books. The next series of books continues the story. Focuses a lot more on the Roman gods, which are, like, the Greek gods with different names, but also different attributes and the way they acted. So, I don't know. I'd highly recommend it if you're looking for stuff to read, if you're a reader like me. Do you guys fuck with a fantasy at all? Like, in TV? Like, not necessarily from anime, but, like, a live-action fantasy? Like, you guys watch any of those? Not particularly. I don't know. It has to, like... It has to be really well done. There's a show on Amazon Video. It's like an Amazon exclusive uh,
1: series that they're doing, and it's a show called Wheel of Time, and that shit's pretty fucking good. It's like mm-hmm. these uh these like five kids, um, all living like this little like village and shit, and some like random ass mage pulls up on them, and apparently like one of them has some like crazy ass like chosen one type of power type of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically them mobbing around, and I don't want to like. Spoil too much, but they are like exploring the world and shit. Um, it's really good though. You should definitely give it a try. It's called The Wheel of Time.
0: It's very that shit loose. Is super fucking good. a very loose synopsis.
1: Uh, I didn't want to go like too far into anything, but you don't have to say anything of, like,
0: a... to to give it. Give me like like if I were to look up it on Google, what would the Google thing say? Um, in a world, no. <laughs> it wouldn't say that. No, it's
1: basically this world where, um you can have, like, mages and shit, so, like, there's, like, magical powers in it. Um, there's, like, super beasts in it and shit, so, like, werewolves exist, or dragons exist, um, a lot of that fun stuff. But essentially, these five kids are living in this, like, peaceful-ass village, um, just living their lives and shit. And then there is this mage, uh, they call him, like, Aes Sedais, and there's basically these women that have, like, insane, like, uh, wizard powers and shit. They can basically, like, uh, listen to the wind and have, like, a little bit of foresight. Uh, they have the ability to, like, shoot fireballs. Um, it's a soft magic system, so not a lot of it is really explained. Um, and it leaves it a lot up to, like, the brain to kind of, like, be like, okay, like, what can you actually do with this power type of shit, which they drop on you at, like, random moments and shit that you'll be able to see throughout the series. But she starts mobbing along with these five kids, because she's not sure which one has, like, the chosen power and shit. And it's basically them going through the journey of, like, them trying to get back to the Aes tower, which is, like, the mage tower in that world. And it's basically, like, the central hub of the world where like most of the most powerful people live there and such. Um, But they're basically trying to get back there and they're trying to end a cataclysmic event. Um, It doesn't go into too much detail about what the cataclysmic event is, but basically some shit's going to happen and one of them has to save the world type of shit. And it's basically this person is either going to save the world or they're going to destroy the world. And that's like written in their prophecy and shit. But it's a really
0: fucking good show. Um, Bro, I'm telling you, that is damn near the plot of Percy Jackson. You would really enjoy it it yeah it's very similar to the percy jackson
1: plot i would imagine it, it It was originally a book like it's an adaptation of a book so it'd make yeah, a lot sure. of sense that it was very similar in that sense
0: the the chosen but I, I even one. liked
1: the movie so i imagine i'd enjoy the books for the percy jackson shit
0: yeah the the chosen one archetype is very you're either gonna save the world or destroy it you know it's always it's always that and it's always either super fucking good or super
2: fucking bad. Like, yeah. you don't get a chosen one right. archetype story that's, like, mid, you know? No. no <laughs> I yeah. just uh, I just started reading a manga not too long ago. I don't know. I got probably, like, 20-ish chapters in. But it's really good. It's called Solo Leveling. Oh, know, my guys, God. Right? Oh, bro, let's go. Oh, my God. Chris, oh, yeah. I
1: love you so much.
2: Yeah, I love that you shit so much. is fire, dude.
1: I, I read all that shit literally, like, three okay. weeks ago, Chris. That shit is so all fucking right. good
2: i i was just reminded of it and so i'm gonna i'm gonna go back and read through that i just love korean
1: manhwa dude it's like it's like a fucking comic book from like uh korea they're gonna release, the of they it, might release so an actual good, show of it i'd be soon. so yeah. down I essentially it's guess... just this kid who's fucking uh, for like anybody that doesn't know about it it's basically this kid who is like super weak and shit and then uh he basically he's gets like this power that weakest turns
2: yeah he's weak as fuck all the hunters
1: and uh, he basically gets this power that his life is pretty much turned into a game in his, like, life of, like, hunters and shit. Which they hunt, like, these, like, monsters and shit that appear through gates and stuff. It's like
2: Diablo. Like, if you've ever played Diablo, like, these portal random portals appear throughout the world. And, like, there's hunters in the world that are literally, like, their, their job is to go through the portals and fight off these monsters, clear the dungeon boss, and then dip. And that's how they, get, like, get paid. And he's considered, like... The weakest, littlest dude. Nah, he's not little, but like he's just super weak and fragile, and just gets his shit kicked in every time they go. Captain America uh, before the drugs. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And then there's this big incident. Shit goes crazy, and he wakes up, and he suddenly has like, yeah, he's in a video game. He's like in the real world, but his life is now a video game. Like he's got dailies to complete like a menu pops up in front of him and he's the only one who can see any of it of course but yeah um basically like he just levels himself up it's really cool his life from
1: that point forward is like an mmorpg and he has like stats and shit that he can raise he can level up and raise his stats he has like an inventory system that he can equip like these different like items and shits that he can find yeah um it's really fucking good if you guys if any of y'all that are listening are into like reading and shit fucking read the shit let me tell you
0: my experience with how i was described this ross gassed it up to infinity like that and we're at the gym and james walks up and he's like oh i've been reading that oh jordan you wouldn't like it it's super mid i was like "All damn (laughs) it's super fucking good
1: i don't care i don't care what james says about it that shit is fucking gas i don't know if you, I, if you like mmorpgs you'll fucking love the shit out of it if you yeah. like like uh if you like power fantasies like if that's like an archetype that you really enjoy um you'll like it as well i believe um it's super fucking good if you like gaming you'll probably like it uh, to a certain extent
0: i don't know for me I, it just I IMO, IMO. i'm i'm a big lore guy and well-written super deep plot stories like, like your plot doesn't have to be super like crazy, but if your world world building is not there, I'm it's so surface level for me. Like, you have to have well written characters with good drive and ambitions, and you have to have good world building. Otherwise, it's just going to be surface level, and I'm not going to enjoy it much.
2: I, I think you should bring it. I think it's good. I think you would like it. Well, it has some decent world building and
1: writing to it. I will say. Yeah
0: only time but, will tell
2: yeah
1: or you should just watch it whenever they release the show oh if they watch that shit that shit's gonna be so guys yeah i'll be so the, excited if they actually drop a fucking like, anime for the, that shit
2: the fight scenes would be nuts that's what i'm saying To actually see it all like really unfold and you'd be like damn Just that whole concept i fucking love that concept i it, do it's like, like but it's yeah, honestly it could be a fucking, lot of, like yeah
1: those games <laughs> So it could be like super poorly executed and it might be, and it might just be me fucking blinded by the concept itself and me yeah, it yeah. so much. But so yeah, that concept alone, that. Like, and that's that's, a kicker for me. That's where I will it, I will confirm the bias where like
0: that's where the that disconnect is for me so. because I fucking hate those games. I hate super grindy, repetitive, the same dungeon just clicking my buttons kind of games. Yeah,
2: but but the the manga isn't like that. well, obviously which, it's, I mean, it's not just one right. to it's one, one to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, but yeah, you
0: get my concept so. though. Like if yes, I understand. It, it's an immediate like I don't care for it because I don't care They're for not. those games. So it's right. like, yeah, I don't have that that innate like want to read it or be interested in it because of that. So right. if in the your own
1: person from seeing stats go up,
0: and if one of oh, the yeah. people that I consider to have a good opinion on manga and anime because they read a lot and watch a lot and know a lot about it tells me it's mid i'm gonna take that more because that's he great. knows exactly what i go for in manga and anime
1: yeah. and james isn't as biased as me either and he no. watches and reads more than i do <laughs> yeah exactly like that's just crazy because i watch like i feel like i watch a decent, amount, and yeah, a decent but amount but james is on a different level dude
0: james just goes home and watches all the new shit on crunchyroll like yeah he's like oh a i went bit. home
1: and read manga for six hours and i'm like bro Yeah, and he does it like often. Like I'll have like occasions where I'll go and like read something. Like okay, so the way I read manga is like I will sit there, and if I am enjoying what I'm reading, I'll probably read it for the next three to six hours. Yeah, no.
0: If I'm enjoying, but it's only
1: happening like once every like. If I'm really fucking with it, uh, I'll I'll read it like every like three to four days. But if I'm really not fucking with it, then I'm just not gonna read it. You know.
0: Yeah, no. For me, if I'm enjoying it, I will read and get into every single thing it has to offer. Whether it be spin offs, whatever, whatever, I will consume 100% of the content and no, I will become an encyclopedia for the things I enjoy. <laughs> Which is just true. Like, if you ask me any random question about Naruto, I probably have an answer or an explanation for it. Or Attack on Titan, Kingdom Hearts, whatever, Percy Jackson, even to a certain extent, because I haven't finished all the books.
1: But, you got that shit cataloged in your head,
0: dude. Yeah, it just it gets locked in there, and then it's rent free for the rest of the next however long until I get into something else, which is usually a long gap. So I don't know. Yeah, when you're in, you're in. Yeah, yeah. It, it, if it's good, I'm in it. I'm all the way in it. See, I, I it's like I can like
1: things on like the surface level type of shit, um, and I feel like I can obsess over some things, like I like. You know, we talked about Kingdom Hearts and shit for a long time, and we did like a lot of like theories and shit of it. But like, I feel like with any game, like I've never gotten as deep as you've gotten with like Kingdom Hearts and shit like that.
0: Yeah, no, like, if... Kingdom
1: Hearts, Naruto. Like, I fuck with both of those, but like my knowledge is just like so much less than yours when it
0: comes to those. I'm either all in or all out. There's no in between. There's no surface level for me. Yeah,
1: and your all in is fucking crazy. That's what I'm trying to get at here. Like, your <laughs> all in is fucking like it ain't no joke.
0: I tell you, I assume a man could pull con- up some
1: information on the spot about it. Yeah, you ask him something, he probably knows
0: yeah and if i don't that, know i know the entirety to
1: look. of it through I, the entirety of it you ask an early an early naruto anime spinoff or not spinoff but like a fucking filler episode a question from like a specific episode you probably know <laughs> you will mm-hmm. probably be like
0: oh yeah i know what you're talking about mm-hmm. and if i don't i know exactly where to look for it i know exactly what i i if it's like a filler thing and i didn't care about the filler i know what you're talking about i'll know the gist but i also know where to go to get my information to, the to have the yeah. I I just know, like, it's not even like like having a Naruto wiki available. Like, I just know, I'll know the episode number or exactly the one of the characters in the episode that you're talking about to go find it.
1: Kind of how Chris was in World of Warcraft as well. Chris had so much fucking knowledge on that shit when we were going into it.
2: Yeah, I watched a lot of like the videos on it, but
1: WoW like he, is... he, he gets invested on like a, on like the. Uh, I guess it goes back to like how we were talking about the archetypes uh, a couple episodes ago like what type of gamer are you like what fuels you and shit um but like chris can get that deep but when it comes down to like min maxing like getting you know, to like dps and stats and shit not
2: oh, true though yeah
1: and that. i've gotten into that shit before but i never get into the like the lore aspect of things and i, I guess that kind of like aligns with like a uh, what our
0: interests are when we watch it as well too it'll, it'll always be like that it's, it's how you enjoy something do you enjoy every bit of it or do you just like for games especially it's like do you enjoy every bit of it or do you enjoy the story and the ambience of something?
1: Yeah. Although uh, completely unrelated, Kingdom Hearts music is still fucking goaded.
2: <laughs> best mm.
1: music in gaming, that shit's so fucking good. Shit is really good. Something about those fucking... Oh,
0: see, It's, it's, hard, for and it's <laughs> hard for me to call it the best music in gaming because like, I think it's the best music in a single game series, but I think the best music in gaming comes from Nintendo games. Their menus, their like everything about a okay, Nintendo. Nintendo
1: menus are kind of good.
0: It's not even it just here. their menus because like like the other day we were just chilling in a party. Neither of us were really saying anything, and I was just humming the castle theme to fucking Mario sixty four because it was just in my head. It's like Nintendo games have the music, whether you've played it or not. You probably recognize tracks from it just because you've heard it somewhere, because you've yeah, heard it man. on a stream or somewhere. Like their music is just really good all around it's got, like,
1: that u- it's got that uniqueness to it too
0: yeah like from from menus to like legend of zelda to mario even splatoon which i i don't care for that game at all i don't care for the lore i think it's like the gameplay to me is super dumb but their music goes fucking hard and i can't take that away from them
1: Ooh, song of storms bro sheesh
0: yeah so i i think <laughs> the Lost best West theme sheesh. the best music in gaming definitely hard wins to nintendo but the best music in a single game series I could give it to Kingdom Hearts but I could also see why people wouldn't like it if you don't like orchestral composition Halo
1: comes close behind as well
0: I don't think Halo Halo's a close good. second I think like, Halo oh. I think Halo has effort, I think Halo has really good tracks but I think overall their stuff is a miss because there's like some songs that hit so fucking hard it's been, I like any song in Halo that has those fucking drums that come in because they hit hard yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, but there's a lot of songs in Halo where I'm like, I could do without this chorus just belching to me. Not the menu music, because the whole, that shit, banger. Iconic. But like when they're in a cutscene and Cortana's talking and then some alien stuff is happening and it's just a choir in the background, I don't like, I don't care for it. I could do without it. So there's a lot more misses in Halo to me than there is hits because they have so much different music that plays for each individual part. But the Halo tricks that hit, the Halo tracks that hit hard go harder than most.
1: That is fair. That is fair. They're like, it's not like a, like I have Halo songs added and I really fuck with the Halo songs, but it's not like a huge amount of them.
0: Exactly. That's, yeah. Whereas like I have a
1: large amount of Final Fantasy, I have a large amount of Kingdom Hearts.
0: Mm -hmm. uh, Square Enix music goes hard. I'm not going to take that away from them at all. Square Enix can make some damn tracks and they know how to put together an orchestra.
1: World of Warcraft has some good music in it too, but that one's another one where it's like a,
0: well, I think you could find Select good music. I think you could find good music in anything because I, I still bump some RuneScape tracks. Oh, sea Shanty is... 2. Sea Shanty <laughs> 2 goes hard. But in general, I think overall best music in gaming, I would definitely give it to Nintendo. there's some fucking songs bro you just listen like it's definitely
1: better than xbox and playstation oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) if you just just
0: like if you want to ever like explore it and you have a switch available to you or any any console that has had a smash bros go into the random stage selection thing and start fucking around with the music tracks and just listen to some of them some of them are so fucking nuts or there's like 10 hour compilations on youtube of like play this Nintendo music in the background of your stream type type vibes. Like I, I was just playing when this playing Minecraft, listening to like a six hour one the other day and people in my chat were just like, yo, this song goes crazy. What is this? And I was just like linking them to the video and like time stamping where I was. It like, it's just good. Like it's, and it, it just goes well. Like, and it was compilation of like Nintendo DSi settings menu. And I'm like, what, this is a setting song like why'd you guys go so hard for this setting song one of the most known ones (laughs) is the we shop channel like how much time did you realistically spend in the we shop channel because for most people it's not much but But we all know that theme we all know that song because it's so fucking good
1: you all know that theme you hear that theme come on you're like oh okay hold up now
0: yeah yeah it's crazy so i definitely give that i give that that hard win to them Whatever they're doing music-wise, they're really good at. They need to step it up on um, figuring out how the internet works.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there are relations sides of things with their community.
0: Oh, no. they're In general. They're just, like, 10 years behind, maybe even 20 at this point, on figuring out how everything else in a company works. But in terms of making money, they have that figured out to a science. Yeah, they got that shit on lock. They just be printing
1: they got a lot of iconic series but i guess that's uh something that comes with their uh what's the word for it they've just been around for a long time you know and they've been there since like day one
0: yeah they've like, been around a the for a long and time and they're so they're super established established yeah they're very established yeah they're the most established modern day like be one of the big three because there's really only three that are doing shit like there's a lot of tri- like,
1: worldwide nintendo definitely takes the cake no like there's no way like nintendo's not the most owned like console in some way shape or form well
0: because of the wii yes but i think like in terms of the switch or the wii u or anything post wii no even the gamecube didn't sell that well but nintendo ds oh the ds and the game boy those aren't even fair (laughs) those aren't even (laughs) fair but um i think I i think it's just because when you play a PlayStation game, you know what a PlayStation game kind of is. It's going to be. It's going to be more towards single player, more towards, like, almost like an experienceable movie, right? And that's what yeah, their, like a... their IPs tend to be. Uncharted. Uh, fuck, I can't think of PlayStation IPs right now. Uh, God of War. Things like that, where they're like... Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn mm. things that are more <laughs> I knew Chris was going to give that one a yeah something at least more towards like an experience less than just a game you know what i'm saying you're you're getting a lot more cinematic and beautiful looking things in with your game you play Xbox their They're games are way more aesthetic Xbox is more aiming towards a social aspect of gaming their games tend to be a lot more multiplayer oriented than super story focused because xbox has always been the hub of social gaming they damn near i wouldn't say invented it but they revolutionized it especially if you remember or were around for modern warfare one and two and their commercials just in general were almost one-to-one commercials with call of duty and xbox live at the same time and those were so like it like they were one for a long time just call of duty and being xbox like halo yes but i mean like when Xbox Live really became the thing that everybody was doing, it was when Modern Warfare One and Two were at their peak. Halo has always been the thing that got people into it, but I think it didn't capture the most mainstream attention until everybody and their grandma was playing fucking COD.
1: Yeah. The wor- it was just the fucking the triple. Like they hit three fucking banger games in a row in a row, right? Yeah. They hit fucking World at War into Modern Warfare into Modern Warfare. And even Black Ops 1. And that's a... Yeah, and even uh, Black Ops 1, even more so. Four games in a row. Yeah. So, I like, think... it's crazy. Those four games are, like, fucking, like... Oh, man.
0: Yeah, that's so like I the think... the golden age. But, like, like, even the commercials back in the day, it was an Xbox Live commercial where everybody was, like, talking. Like, there would be, like, a grandma playing and she would just, like, shoot some random civilian and, like, they were all using fake guns in the commercial. But it was just that kind of concept where everybody you know is playing... And they're all playing Call of Duty on Xbox Live. And that was where it really started to revolutionize everybody getting online to play games. And so Xbox stays in the social gaming aspect. But when you get a Nintendo console, it really feels like you can always find something for you on there. But it's mostly only on there. Like, you're not, you don't buy a Switch to play The Witcher 3. You've probably yeah. played The Witcher 3 if you're a gamer who's interested in those kind of games. But now it's on there. But when you buy a Nintendo console, you're buying it specifically for the Nintendo IPs. You like platformers, you're probably gonna play Mario. If you like turn-based RPGs, you're probably gonna play, they have a lot more now, like Xenoblade and stuff. But if you like turn-based RPGs, your biggest invitation is to Pokemon. If you like big story exploration games, you're gonna be turned on to Legend of Zelda. If you like shooters now, you're gonna be turned on to Splatoon and just stuff like like there's always something now they have Pokemon Unite for the MOBA people there's just you get into the the Nintendo IPs for what they only offer on the Nintendo which is like their their specific brand you know you can't play these things anywhere else whereas PlayStation has their specific IPs but the bulk of their library comes from the third party developers that develop for everything or mm-hmm. if not everything PS4 X or PS4 and PC or PS4 Xbox and PC, and so on and so forth. It just becomes like you you hang out for the Halos and the the Gears of War and the God of War and the Horizon Zero dawns You like those games, but the bulk of your time spent on the consoles are playing the third party games that are also as good but not so exclusive. Whereas Nintendo yeah. doesn't really fall into that because their hardware is never strong enough to compete with that but you buy a nintendo to play their nintendo games that you can only experience there and that's where they're kind of i don't put them in like the big three category because they're their own thing people who play nintendo consoles and especially people who go hard for nintendo consoles don't care about all that other stuff like they're just there for the stuff that they grew up with or they they got a liking to when they were young there's it's, a lot it's more a hardcore super...
1: Nintendo fans than there are like any other fans as well. I, I like, compare Nintendo fans
0: to Disney people. If that's a fair like like if you've ever thought about it like that. Like no, people who... like
1: if you're a Disney person, Disney's your personality. Disney's if you're a Nintendo yeah, person, Nintendo's your personality. Yes,
0: exactly. Exactly. Like there's a part of you that is just like literally you could have their brand tattooed on your ass. You are <laughs> yeah. just everything about nintendo you're gonna fucking try that looks interesting to you but you can only try it on nintendo and the same for disney people who go to fucking disneyland every year or whatever have like the season passes and shit or every disney pixar movie you're gonna go experience and watch i every i time put you're
1: around them they've let you know how long it's been since they've been to disneyland they're yeah like, wow, yeah disneyland in three months man yeah yeah exactly
0: <laughs> exactly i i put those two in the same umbrella because they're the same weird kind of uh obsessive fans for this one brand i feel like i talked for brand. like 20 minutes right there
2: <laughs> i mean you were
1: but everything you were saying was good <laughs> <laughs> um like, i went wanted... really well together i was just if
0: i'm gonna be honest i wanted to ask you guys if you had any opinions to change the topic a little bit Anything that you guys thought or any opinions on specifically Ludwig leaving YouTube or leaving Twitch for YouTube, sorry uh,
1: I think it gives a lot more insight into like what the situation is at Twitch even more so now than in, there was before.
0: I think it's and starting on how like
1: shitty the contracts are there comparatively to like
0: I don't know a lot of that stuff I wouldn't say it's shitty. I don't think their contracts are necessarily shitty. I think for Ludwig specifically they um, They aren't what he's looking for because he's not your average turn on my stream like he's not your xqc he's not your Pokemane, who do a lot of like just turn on a stream without a purpose kind of streamers
1: yeah right Um, he has a lot more direction in every single one of his streams he's a
0: content maker before he's a streamer even though he's a really big streamer he's really into making his content the way he wants it to be and i just don't think twitch was offering him enough of that Especially when he said the things about like YouTube offered him stream less time per week, so he can focus more on his content. But I think these YouTube contracts are starting to light a fire under Twitch's ass. That's what I'm
1: saying. That's what I mean by like it exposed it so much yeah. more because like it. a lot more people it. are like
0: more aware of it now. I don't know if "expose" is the right word because that 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 word it, it makes didn't it
1: expose. It just made a lot of more people aware of the situation
0: yeah it makes it, it, a lot. Expose it
1: that information was already there
0: no i don't even want to say like because exposed just has a negative connotation around it it gives it the connotation that twitch is treating all of their people bad and i don't think that's oh, no. necessarily it, especially
1: true. if you're like growing twitch is a really good uh place to be
0: yeah if you like how if you they
1: treat you like as a partner and shit yeah like on yeah. the lower
0: end of the thing but it's
1: just on the higher end like once you start getting easy streamers that's when it starts getting a little bit like they're not willing to shell out as much money and i don't
0: i don't even know if it's it's because they're paying so many people you know i don't even know if it's the money aspect for a lot of streamers though because they're already making millions from just being streamers you know i just think it's it's the retention that they don't have and the the care like it doesn't a lot like they they don't have the customer service (laughs) yeah a lot of people that that go from twitch to youtube and they end up talking about it talk about how like especially ludwig because i watched his shit um like they talk about how twitch doesn't treat them like they are the asset that they really are to them you know
1: yeah they don't have the outreach
0: yeah they don't they don't have the care like they're there's never present like ludwig said specifically um i didn't even get a thank you or like a congratulations on anything for breaking their record making them the most money in one month you know of all time and like the most viewed stream at, at that point i'm sure both of those records have been broken now not the most subbed of all time but um like they just don't they don't take care enough of their specific community i feel like and that's the most talked about thing that's been going on that and like how realistic is youtube as competition and they're their first real competition i feel like mixer yeah, tried but mixer didn't have anything established beforehand they still had to grow the audience and like they did the Microsoft good old throw money at it and hope it works.
2: Ross, I think you that sent that the message to my wrong Snapchat. That's why I never responded to you. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh fuck, my bad. <laughs> I was like,
1: I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get no snap from you. But I think like the biggest thing that's like the the most undervalued thing about this whole thing, right, is like uh they've had other big streamers come over before, um like uh, uh what the fuck is his name uh Doctor Lupa. Uh, that Valkyrae. Tim guy, Tim the Tatman, Man, Cray. They've had a couple of people come over already. I think the crazy yeah. thing with Ludwig is Ludwig is someone that that like he interacts with every different community in Twitch. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. He really like, he does content
1: with everybody. Yeah. And having that person brought over from Twitch to someone who like now he's on YouTube, but he still interacts with everybody on Twitch. You know? And he was already in in the the groups like him already like he's a he's a very likable guy even amongst the uh everybody uh, even among yeah amongst everybody all the different, like, yeah offline yeah, TV. Well, the minecrafters a lot of speedrunners he has an in with a lot of these different communities and i think that's huge for youtube like i think that impact is so like underly like viewed right now it's it's actually so crazy
0: i don't know how much that will like, that's play. a big win for youtube imo I don't know if it if it plays that much into it being a huge win for them personally because these people are so like they're so No, I think it I think it's
1: massive. I think it encourages the transfer over for a lot of these uh, other people as well. So like the... a lot of people that ha- like are like not inclined to go over to YouTube is like the whole reason is because they're afraid of like losing their connections in Twitch itself. I would say that in the community itself, like the chat but... experience, and Ludwig solved both of those
0: more or less though because valkyrie's been there for almost an entire year now right and she's still she's she's super big but she still plays with everybody on twitch and it's not like twitch bans you from being able to communicate to those other communities or like play together with people who aren't on their platform so i wouldn't say it's like a huge win i think the biggest deal of it is the contract that he managed to negotiate not necessarily what he offers to youtube But the contract that he managed to negotiate is only going to make contracts going further better for people who want to go over. It's going to make YouTube offer better things and have a little bit more insight into what exactly each streamer wants from their streaming career, you know? If it's just money and like being comfortable, then YouTube may be able to just offer them more money than Twitch can, you know? Or is willing to. If it's less hours, more content focused, being able to help them behind the scenes more in making content than it might be that, you know? So I think it, it helps them negotiate a little bit more, but I think that streamers, even if they're not exactly big people who play games together often, I think they talk to each other a lot more often than you're giving them credit for. Mm -hmm. In the negotiation side of things, I think like they're, they're not able to publicly say what they're making and what their contract terms are. But in private, I'm willing to bet you a lot of these things get talked about in stream, like oh, especially with... They, they absolutely do. Especially post Among Us times where all these communities started to blend over anyway and now a lot more people know a lot more people in other communities. I think that mm-hmm. you're, you're <clears throat> not giving them enough credit for how much they already talk, even if they don't necessarily make content together.
1: I don't think I'm not giving enough credit for it. I think I'm agreeing with the fact that like a lot of them talk already about it so i think having somebody that's in with all the communities already is like like they're already going to be talk about it and to to them about the different aspects of not only the contract but having the ability to bring the community over in terms of like the chat experience that he created over at youtube which is going to be very similar to the one at twitch or right? and it already is with but the, like, that extension
0: that, that extension only works for his stream It doesn't work for every youtube stream you're gonna have so unless they're willing to pay him or make it but it shows
1: a possibility of it happening and it shows that it shows that it can be done and you can take that same experience over
0: yeah and i I don't think that that was ever like a question for a lot of people i think people are just i think that's huge Uh, i think you're undervaluing that so much no i think the 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 question for that for a lot of big streamers on the business end side of things is always like when you get comfortable doing something right You don't want to change your ways, right? So, like, Twitch being their brand, a part of their brand, scares a lot of people who are afraid to jump into new things, and Ludwig's never been that person. So I don't know how much... Like, I think you're overvaluing how much Ludwig is just himself as an asset because of the connections he has... Just because there's a lot of people who, even though Ludwig will tell them that it's a great business thing and like nothing will really change, your audience will come over with you because you're you. Like if, like, like let's say per se that YouTube ever managed to start negotiations with XQC. XQC might not take that just because he's already comfortable doing what he's doing. He doesn't need more money because he's like the highest earning oh, single yeah. person on Twitch himself. That's, all, that's
1: always a possibility. He could just be complacent
0: with your position. Yeah, and I wouldn't give it complacency. It's just comfortability. Like you just don't need any kind of a shakeup. And so I don't know if like giving all the credit to Ludwig because he's in touch with all these communities is giving him too much credit. Is how I feel because there probably already are talks of these things happening. It's just so many Twitch people are comfortable being on Twitch themselves. That I think it's
1: more impactful than any of the other ones that have been brought over. In terms of between Twitch and between
0: YouTube, I think I it's think just more, impact- more impactful than the other ones. I think it I only out. feels more impactful because of the year that, tw- that Ludwig has had. Like yeah, I think he- that
1: plays into why it's going to be so impactful.
0: I don't know. I think it's just the year that Ludwig has had. He's just such a common household name now that, like, for, for us people on the internet, because, like, if you're not on the internet using, like, gaming wise, you're probably not going to know who he is that much. But yeah, be- yeah, yeah. because of the year Ludwig has this year, this year being the subathon, um, I think because of the crazy year he's had, it just makes it feel more impactful than like even Valkyrie being the biggest female Twitch streamer overall. Like in the last two years, um, I just it doesn't feel like hers was crazy impactful because you don't see her name everywhere anymore, or even that much when she was the biggest female streamer. You know. Because Ludwig is so, like, he's so big on YouTube and Twitch, respectively, it just feels more impactful because he's now, quote-unquote, the biggest name they have that has made the switch.
1: Mm, I get where you're getting at. I get where you're getting at. I still stand by what I said, but I see the argument.
0: I don't know. I just think, think it's giving too much credit to just what Ludwig, his own network of people... I don't know if that plays as big of a role as you're trying to put it on for YouTube.
1: I guess we'll just find out in the long
0: run, you know. We will. I, I, like, I don't. We'll see, I, we'll see as like the months like go on
1: and such, and like see like.
0: I don't how doubt many more that there's going to be transferring over and such. You know? I don't doubt there's going to be an influx of more people going over, but I don't think it's because of Ludwig. I think it's because his openness about what YouTube has offered him. Is going to play a role like into what I said with m- what more people align into, but I think a lot of that was YouTube doing their own research into what these people do, and less like Ludwig being talked into it through outside sources. Like YouTube is a very smart company, as much as they fuck up and like fuck over their own creators in in interest for corporations and stuff. I think YouTube when they do start talking about money. They definitely do their research. Oh
2: yeah,
1: and
0: they do it <laughs> deep and thoroughly, like into the what these people that happened, want. Like two years ago, yeah, about like apocalypse.
1: Yeah, apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they they don't fuck around when it comes to their money.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what do I'm not saying. Fuck
1: around when it comes to their money.
0: Yeah, and, and a whole bunch of YouTube policies changed, and that's what ended up getting Leafy like straight like he's like denounced from the platform. He is not allowed in yeah. any way really yeah Dude, like uh, like i've seen bugs. videos that he just features in for a little bit be taken down just because he's in them yeah so i i don't know i i think i think youtube as a company knows what they're doing and if it wasn't ludwig per se somebody else would have gotten a a bag and a deal somebody else who's open as ludwig is would have gotten a bag and a deal and talked about it and opened the doors for a lot more people but it didn't necessarily have to be Ludwig, is my whole point.
1: Oh, no, it didn't have to be Ludwig. Yeah. It didn't. But have to I, be
0: I Ludwig. think Ludwig being so open about what they offer him is the main driving force into what's going to make people start to switch over. And if YouTube takes this opportunity and runs with it, as they do with most things, like they saw what TikTok was doing, made YouTube Shorts, and those go crazy now. I spent two hours just looking at them last night. Yeah. I was say that's like it, it,
1: it exponentially. Increases the effect
0: that it was Ludwig. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. No, I agree, and 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 I don't know if it's because of. I I just don't. It's definitely
1: not because of him, and it's definitely not like it could have happened with anybody else. That's like exactly as you said earlier. It could have been someone who's just as open. Um, it's just having him be the one to do it. It's crazy. I don't credit it only
0: to his network of people. I credit it into his last two years and the fucking run that that guy has put in.
1: Yeah, I think the network is important as well, but
0: yeah.
1: The network's not like the driving factor for it, I would agree.
0: Yeah. No, I hard agree. Um, I know Chris, you haven't played any of it at all yet. But I wanted to ask your guys' opinions on Halo Infinite.
2: Um haven't played it. Yeah. Have seen some gameplay, looks pretty solid. I super fun have any complaints i'm still curious about the campaign of course campaign has come seen. out oh it
0: has yeah it came out on the I 8th
2: thought they were, oh, i thought they were releasing that for like till no
0: January the something. co-op campaign That's doesn't come out, out till co-op may co-op campaign. That's right. but the campaign has dropped on the 8th and i watched i didn't play it because i only enjoy those because they're co-op but from oh, what was, i've yeah. seen and lots of clips of it it looks super cool super fun yeah. They have a good balance between the open world levels and just the open worldness in general and then the super, the more linear levels where you're like doing shit like more accustomed to the last Halo games. Mm -hmm. So like it has a good mix. I think it does. I think it tells a good story, even if the story feels a little, it feels like the beginning of something that we're getting into for a very long time. But with their business model being that they want this to be the next Halo for the next 10 years. It makes sense. It's like almost like a live service thing where we're going to get more additions to the campaign as time goes on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ross, do you have any inputs before I get into my rant?
1: Uh, it, it looks good and it feels good. It just doesn't have what I want. Like when I play Halo, um, I'm playing Halo for a co-op campaign. I'm playing Halo uh, to play SWAT or I'm playing Halo to play uh, the custom games. And it's missing all three of those right now. The moment they add in SWAT, the moment they add in custom games, or the moment the uh, campaign is co-op, I'll be playing a whole bunch more of it. But, like even before in like the older Halos, like Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo 4, like the main things I did in those games were custom games, SWAT, co-op campaign, and it just, it's just missing all three of those right now. I think it's a good game, it just doesn't have what I want from. me. Have you That's never right played right. a Halo
0: game near release?
1: Near release? Mhm. Uh, yeah, but it was like the older one, like I played Halo 2 and Halo 3. Um, but I wasn't like as big into gaming as I was then and I was playing like campaign with either my dad or like one of my friends and I never really played a lot of multiplayer until 3 and then in 3 I did a whole fuckload of custom games like it was like the main thing I did in Halo 3 was custom games
0: gotcha because for most of the the Halo games the custom games is usually lackluster because they haven't been made yet obviously especially for Halo 3 because that was the start of like Forge and all that Granted yeah, Halo, it was available. Oh, me, dude. It was available on release with Forge. But I think the last game that did that was Reach. But even then it took a while for the Reach custom games to really get into the full swing of things. Um but I only preface that to say that I think that Halo Infinite is the best shooter of twenty twenty, hands or twenty twenty one, hands down
1: the best shooter of 2021
0: yeah the best one to come out all the rest of them are like dick on the floor
1: out of everything, what, what else came out this year like comparatively like Battlefield came duty. out but that's obviously not a fucking competition call of duty that's not competition
0: vanguard was ass i don't know what other shooters came out because they're like a, not a big genre that much was
2: valorant
0: this year no no that was last was fucking yeah. two years ago actually i think Damn,
2: been...
0: depends on when no. you count their full release versus their uh or
2: beta, their
0: their or beta, beta like, thing where they were doing the stream keys and shit.
2: Free access. Like...
1: I think I think I would agree with that statement. I don't think there's a better shooter than Halo that came out this year.
0: I don't think there's a better shooter that came out in the last two years. Maybe even three. Two years? What came out last year
1: for shooters? Uh, if you can't
0: name it, that's the argument, in my opinion. See, three years, two years. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Give me one second. Ah, you might have an argument, man like if uh, i you, need
1: to think more about it but
0: if I, you can't I, I name it with this year name a shooter that has lasted more than five months like in terms of like everybody okay, halo playing hasn't it.
1: been out for five months so you can't use the no no you're
0: right before. you're right but I, i'm just saying name a shooter that has because halo will is what i'm saying halo doesn't Absolutely. go anywhere they drop and mm. people play them even if they're not yeah, but the that's, biggest that's halo games. in general that's my point though
2: I played Call Mode like a lot of the Call of Duties past five months.
0: Did you play them as consistently as you were when you started, or do Call you just pick them up?
2: Absolutely, Modern Warfare Two, absolutely. Um, Black I Ops, absolutely. Played a shit ton of Black Ops from one to three. You guys are naming games that are a
0: decade old. Is my point?
2: Yeah,
1: well, new and, and, uh, right. and and and
0: well, and at the I'm same time as, as those games, you played Modern Warfare One until modern warfare 2 came out you played modern warfare 2 until black ops came out pretty much right you might have gone back and played it it for a day or two or whatever but realistically you played them as your main shooter until the next one came out while you were doing that halo 3 in the background lasted for like five six years consistently being the go-to shooter for people
2: yeah that's good (laughs)
1: Oh, I don't know. Um, I because 2019 was uh, Modern Warfare, and I know you fucking hated that game. I know this is gonna, but I think Modern Warfare might
0: have a beat. I don't know if Modern Warfare. I don't know if Modern Warfare has a beat because everybody had issues when Modern Warfare came out at the same time. Like we're we're giving Halo shit because right now it's still in its first month, and it dropped a month early. So if we're gonna give it the real release date, the eighth, it has been four days realistically. But I'm going to give it the whole, like, whenever the 20th anniversary thing was, and they dropped, like, the beta with just the multiplayer. It has been one month with minimal issues besides content. The game works perfect. And when do you hear that? Nowadays. Oh, in terms of release for,
1: like, how clean it is on release? Absolutely. (laughs) In terms of clean on release, and we all...
0: We, we all know it's going to last a long time because it just does. In terms does. Of lack of it's, bugs,
1: it beats anything past in the
0: fucking like five years. Let's be honest. It's how Halo goes. It's just, it's just going to last for a long time. Now, Modern Warfare has a lot of people playing it, but I want to know the numbers on how many people actually play multiplayer versus Warzone. True, I, of, I, um, I played a lot of the multiplayer though. I don't know. But you only I, I played it for a, a month. In terms of... A month and a half is how long you played it because I was around during that time. Oh, I played much more of it
1: i was playing with uh my other friends as well because i was still working at top
0: true that may be fair uh, my
1: roommate and i was playing with a bunch of uh different people from top golf as well. i
0: just like like the long term of a call of duty game usually tends to last eight months and then the the most of the player base is already moved on to the next game ready for the next release that that just play call of duty like that call of duty is their go-to shooter shooter genre and they play call of duty and they play call of duty and then they play call of duty
1: I need more time from Halo before I can make a decision on that one. But definitely no. past year. I, I, would, I would tell you, like even now, it's probably done.
0: Yeah, I would say past two years, because even last year, like, like uh, Modern Warfare came out 2019. Yes. So if you want to give it to Modern I, Warfare, that's why yes. I wouldn't say,
1: yeah, that's why I wouldn't say past two years. I'll give it past year, but I can't give it past two years.
0: But I don't know. We'll uh, see where it is in five yeah, months, I because know, I,
2: warfare
0: both of them are four. dog. Vanguard is dog shit, and I don't even remember what came out last year uh cold is war vanguard the new one? Oh god cold war sucked. vanguard yeah, is the new, the new one. one yeah it came out like a couple months ago like, maybe yeah, around cold, August. Cold, war. cold war
1: was garbage pretty yeah. poo
0: poo it's not good it's from what i've gathered because i haven't well, played well, it myself when you but, say
1: past two years you mean going back to 2019 right i mean from do you mean the, like 2021 and 2022 past
0: i mean the games that were coming out around halo from 2019 going back two years okay okay okay, okay. then yeah
1: yeah I give it past year, but I can't give it past two year. We need more time for the past two years. But and that's fair.
0: But we'll I think see, we'll see. The, the, it's only going
1: to get more fun too. That's the like crazy yeah. part to me. Like, yeah, exactly. Because uh, the only complaints
0: the only complaints with the game are content. There's not enough game modes. There's no selective game modes. The battle pass progression is kind of annoying, and there's no realistic level up besides the battle pass. Those are the, the main. ones leveling off, but
1: that feels good. It feels really good. Like even playing in the beta, like it feels good.
0: If I'm gonna give <laughs> my honest clean, opinion, the
1: shooting feels clean. If like, I'm gonna give my, full I'm honest, excited for it to come
0: out. If I'm gonna give my full honest opinion on the game, it is I would much rather get a game that has content that I know is actually coming, and the the developers are being very open about it. I guess they they said as soon as they like saw the complaints, they were like, we're gonna try to push it out before the end of the year soon as they knew they could, they gave a fucking date, which is, I believe, the 14th. It might be the 16th. I, I might have the date a little bit wrong in my head because I'm just remembering the tweet that I was sent. But at the end of the day, I would much rather a game come out and be just a fucking solid, beautifully playing game than these broken messes we get. Yeah, it's December 14th. I just looked it up. Then these broken messes we get That promise to Mm -hmm. fix it, and then we have to wait a month before a hot patch comes out that fixes some problems and creates other problems.
1: I much more prefer having a fucking working game on release than having something super ambitious that is fucking broken on release. Yeah. I much more prefer that
0: model. And the companies (laughs) behind them are too scared to push it back, like Battlefield. Yeah. I'd much rather have it get delayed. Because Infinite got delayed, like, what, a year or something? It got, I don't remember. It was an E3, it might have been a year ago, maybe two i think it was during pandemic time so maybe last year so it got yeah. pushed back about a year um and that I'm, year was well deserved that shit feels good now yeah and if you look at the graphics from that original trailer compared to now it's not even like comparable that shit looks like ah, from from the I'm original xbox the graphics no i get you but like when when they watch when you watch that it original does look trailer better, it does look it better. looked super bare bones and now everything's beautifully polished and everything else i get that you're not playing it for the graphics but to some people, that argument does exist, right? It does matter. Yeah,
1: but they did get a lot better. They got, they looked they got, beautiful. They got infinitely better.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> I that shit looked
1: so bad uh, on the fucking original trailer for it. Everybody was like, well, yeah. "Yo, was this played on the fucking 360?" Been on here.
0: But yeah, on mm-hmm. December 14th, it says they will not only get Slayer, Fiesta, Free For All, and Tactical SWAT, or Tactical Slayer, which is SWAT, but there will also be changes to make challenges less frustrating.
1: Are they, is uh, Forge in yet? Are they putting Forge in then? No, is Forge, Forge is coming.
0: Out? Forge is coming at the same time as Co-op Campaign, if I remember correctly. Oh, when's that dropping? May, like it's gonna be a minute. Oh shit. That's gonna be hype, though. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hype. But even then, you're still gonna have to wait more time for people to actually make good maps. Yeah, we'll see how long SWAT lasts, and then it will be fun SWAT, to go back to SWAT, SWAT will, will last a long time, but I, I don't know. I don't SWAT have a problem. Last, SWAT, SWAT might
1: last till May, to be honest. SWAT oh, will last me know, a long though. time. I don't know, though, because fucking Elden Ring is going to come out in February. and then...
0: I don't know how. Then, Yeah, see, I, I don't know. You get hyped for a game and then play it for a week and stop playing it. So I don't know. For you, it's a little bit different than it is for me, because I've played Halo every single day, like the last week and a half. Yeah, it depends how good the game is. Been having a very fun time with it.
1: I can be excited and then not like the game. Like, I won't like, <sighs> just get hyped for it and then have to like it.
0: I don't get hyped for anything anymore because I don't expect anything from these companies. They drop shit every day. Like every, I, I every... cling on to that little bit of hope that it's gonna be decent. Nah, I I, I, I just concept I've lowered all of my expectations for these gaming companies because we live in a world As where they'll drop a sixty dollar beta and expect you to pay for it and then just promise yeah. that they'll fix it later. Yeah. So like, I twenty forty two is fine, but Jesus fucking Christ. I would like... hardly call it fine. <laughs> <laughs> that game they is know. a fucking abomination it is this
1: shit is this shit is early
0: access yeah it's a 60 dollars early access game that they gave you earlier access to that abomination if say, you pre it's it. an
1: alpha still let's be honest
0: yeah so i don't know I, I would be hard pressed to call that game fine just because of how many things i have seen that just show how broken that game is But like companies will do that over and over and over. Modern Warfare when it came out, like my first gripe with that fucking game before I even got to enjoy it or play it, um it almost bricked my Xbox. Yeah, I it's literally push couldn't a lot play more people it. away. Yeah. And then by the time it worked, I played it once and I didn't really enjoy it. I'm never going to play this game again because I had to wait two full weeks before I could even play the first game. <laughs> yeah. And by the time I got on it, everybody's already like passed their first prestige that plays that game. And I'm just getting shit on while I'm trying to level up a single weapon. Yeah, rough. rough. Yeah, start.
1: You, you can't have problems like that. That's going to straight up push people away from the game completely.
0: Exactly. And so, like, I don't know. I give Halo a lot of credit where credit is due uh, because they took the time to make sure that their game, the game part of their game was a beautiful gameplay loop from start to finish when you got to play it. And that's not a thing that a lot of game companies... Take the time to do anymore.
1: Yeah, it's it is nice to see something completely like polished in terms of mechanics, off red. A- and on top you of mean, that, like we
0: have game? we have a bunch of friends. Yeah, I mean, that it's are...
1: missing content, but like the mechanics itself, they fucking work. But like, like the the baseline thing for it. like how the engine's supposed to work, it
0: works. We <laughs> say it's missing content because we've come accustomed to these game modes. But at the core of what Halo is, there's Slayer and a handful of other game modes that aren't you know everybody's cup of tea but they're there there's Sounds ranked battle like too yeah there's ranked and there's big team battles so i would say that they're not really missing content there's just content that we would like to see that's not there yet you know what i'm saying yeah
1: yeah i, Co- I would so say there's a, there's a difference
0: yeah there's a difference between missing content there's a handful and of and maps and that all are we... are fun to play in different ways and give you that good halo sandbox kind of feel you know yeah, something I definitely would say is uh,
1: I would rather have it released as it is now than have it released with those other game modes and it not be appalling. Poly- and it be like super buggy and shit. And like, I'd rather thing... have it as now, wait for SWAT, and then wait for a Co-op Campaign and Forge than have all of those release on release when it released. And, and it be a fucking buggy mess. Yeah. I probably will play more of it because it's the way it is this way. Uh, if it was the other way, I probably would play way less of it. Because you'd be put off the game early. And I feel like that's so much more so going with other people. I think
0: well. that's a hard lesson that, that the 343 team had to learn with what happened with uh, Master Chief Collection. That shit didn't work for years. Like just unplayable for years, actually. I didn't
1: I didn't fucking touch it until like fucking like three years after it came out. And you're like, yo, let's play some Halo,
0: but and even then it was still glitchy. Yeah. And well, we you only say played it for fucking SWAT and you game No pff, you say three years after it came out. That game came out in twenty thirteen, Ross oh wait that was way longer yeah it was like you, you played it six last years, seven years you played it last year yeah yeah seven years <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like that game, game was, it was unplayable for like four years yeah the campaign if you load it up with a friend which still happens to this day sometimes you just get kicked out randomly to the menu but like before like you could both have let's say on another game you have like 20 ping right you're not really laggy and you connect to each other good that, you would load up Halo 3 campaign and it would lag every 10 seconds. Oh, you couldn't make service. it anywhere, yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's, it's a lesson they had to learn the hard way, but because they learned it and, and took the time to fix it, they're way better off for it. Dude, if you have shit in that code, oh god. Your
1: game's not gonna make it, man.
0: Your game will RMP. make it, but it it's will not... Be more
1: frustrating than it is fun.
0: Yeah, it'll not make it to the masses. Especially yeah. if you're a fighting game
1: oh god yeah
0: No, yeah a if you're fighting a fighting game that shit's gotta be a, like number love. one priority that shit has to be rollback nowadays if you yeah. don't have rollback I'm not playing your shit online that shit needs oh god
1: yeah if you're playing a fighting game and it don't got rollback yeah, it's just fucking. you're turning off that fighting game it's
0: unplayable
1: you're gonna play through the story and then never fucking touch that game ever again
0: no I'll play it but I'll play it local like I'll invite somebody over and yeah, pick yeah, up yeah yeah like Smash Bros Smash Bros to me like It's so unplayable online that I won't even bother.
1: Yeah, Smash Bros. online sucks, but you go over to a homie's house and you're like, bro, let's play some fucking Smash Bros.
0: And you play it for like hours. Because my inputs work. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And They're not delayed by fucking 40 frames. And I don't
0: have to play fucking Donkey Kong, so when I do hit you, it hurts.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The truth, dude. El Mm Kongo.
0: The king himself. Donkey. Fucking Donkey, man. Chris, uh, what time do you usually go to bed? Dude, like, I'm approaching bedtime. Yeah, I'm I was just going to say, sleepy. we're at an <laughs> hour and eight minutes. So if you guys wanted to wrap up, we could wrap up. Do you have anything else you guys want to talk about? We could touch on it.
1: Oh, um, I want to give a shout out to everybody that was listening uh, previously, like for our other episodes, and then kept on like messaging us and shit to do another <laughs> episode. Uh, that shit was fucking awesome to see. Sorry we didn't put one out for three weeks, but yeah, seeing seen those messages and then like having people come up to talk to be like, hey, like what's coming up? You know, I enjoyed listening to it. I appreciate y'all. Just big shout out to y'all.
0: Yeah. I uh, ditto that. I want, yeah, you, you guys don't worry. Really. I went through the, the, I spent the whole last week searching for them. I had to go to Ross's house, look all high and low. I asked all of his roommates. They had seen him. I had to start just digging up his floorboards and he was just in there. Just boxers, box of Cheez-Its, computer with WoW. He was lost. He was a lost cause. He was hard to find. To hibernate for a little bit. I'm sorry. Chris was up at the top of Mount Everest, four <laughs> monitor setup with like a piano and a guitar. That man's in a music zone that I couldn't describe up there i don't know how he was breathing he didn't have an oxygen tank man didn't he even have a, a jacket
1: altitude man.
0: yeah he didn't have a jacket i don't know what he was doing up there but i hiked my ass up there got my ice picks out just started climbing found him pulled his computer we just dragged it back down to the bottom of the mountain i found them for you and we will he make sure done. that this podcast happens every week i prom- even if i have to get on here and do this shit myself mm-hmm. i will make sure that we get a podcast out every week i promise Okay. Yeah, we back,
1: we back on the fucking grind.
0: Yeah, so uh, I apologize for the delay, but after all you guys reached out, we realized that people do actually listen and care about this. We're going to take it more seriously going forward.
2: Yes, agree. Support 100%. Fully yeah. back that statement.
0: So, so appreciate all you guys reaching out and letting us know that you listen to this work during your commute, whatever, whatever. We really appreciate that because it gave us more purpose to make them.
2: Y'all are beautiful humans, and thank you for spending your time with us, honestly, because yeah. so, time
0: is valuable. On Appreciate that note, that. we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Uh, I want to thank all you guys for listening. If you are listening, you were listening, we're waiting. Appreciate it again. Uh, make sure you guys stay hydrated, drink some fucking water, take mm-hmm. some time to uh, figure yourself out, give yourself mental health breaks if you need to. You don't have to push as hard as you think you do. I promise. Take everything one day at a time and just figure it out. Uh, we love y'all. Hey, love. All love. right. Take it
2: easy. Peace. Peace. Peace.